Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring, your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time, as always, is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How are you doing tonight, Dalton? Uh, well, my body's not producing rocks this week, so I'm doing fantastic. That being said, I've cut out all energy drinks, and I am tired as a mofo. <laughs> Uh, my body is for someone that's only turning thir- or is just turning 30 in a few days. It is just saying, fuck you, sir. Um, but I feel great. Well, that's good. Yeah. And you're not one of the rock soldiers from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So your body's not really supposed to be producing rocks. I don't think, um, no. but I guess that's just a testament how dumb you are. <laughs> it's like am i supposed to be making rocks guess so and then it's it's happening but they and my have... kidneys were like got you fam and then and the most painful like two days of my life were last week yeah that was fun um also i will say um so ccw live last night i i was not exaggerating nor lying when i told you that my mom kicks absolute ass because yeah. she had kidney stones, and she drove me and my buddy to Six Flags Ooh. one year. Like, we were, like, in high school. So, uh, shout out to Ace's mom. She rules. Oh, yeah. Ace's mom rocks. I will uh, say, the nerdiest part of the ring, we bat two for two on kick-ass mothers. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not wrong. <laughs> it, it's not. It, it's very much not wrong. Um, which, you know, I guess you could say is surprising, given, like, the how offspring. That the, yeah, how we are. <laughs> This is just like, imagine how terrible we could be if we didn't have that advantage. Have you ever, so, uh, and this is not wrestling related at all, uh, but have you ever had that moment where you hear your mom say you're, they're so proud of you and you're like, you question it for a second, but like, are you really, are you just saying that? Cause like, you're obligated to. Yeah, totally. I've heard that. Oh, okay. Just me. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that before. No, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> There you go. So, oh my god. <laughs> Took you a minute. <laughs> that was so good. Oh god. All right, fans. No. Well, if you can't tell, we missed each other. <laughs> no, my mom loves me. She's proud of me. She is she yeah. has told me that. My mom rules. Yeah. Um I actually make fun of her more. Um but cuz like uh she texted me on Saturday because she was at the Shipyard Festival, that a music festival that was going on. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, hey, I, I, I ran into uh, Audra, my partner, and I was like, you used to be a, you used to be a good Christian woman, and now you're going to rock and roll shows with <laughs> Democrats. <laughs> 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 so I get it. She felt the socialism wave, wave over her. Apparently, oh my God. The, the blue wave has swept her away. Oh, my uh, God. Just like they said they were going to do. <laughs> um in case you were wondering, this isn't going to be just a normal episode. This is more of a, because I'm going to be honest, we haven't done the show in a couple weeks. So first off, sorry for that. Like, I thought about doing a solo show, but like, work is obliterating my will to live the yeah. last few weeks. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, so Dalton was sick last week. He had the kidney stones. The uh, week before. And like... This is a this is a universal problem for like everywhere, but me and Ace especially with like our jobs. Mm-hmm. So last week I had kidney stones and we were gonna record Wednesday, but I got called into a meeting at work and like didn't get home until like eight thirty. Um, and then I had a tr- uh, thing I had to do the day that we normally record. The week before they literally called me like six hours before we record, being like, "Hey, we need you to work overtime." 
And it's not like I'm not in a position at work where I can be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Because if I don't do this overtime, it affects like 30 people. Mm-hmm. And it's people that really don't didn't do anything to deserve it. So, like, it's one of those things, eating shit and liking the taste of it. We, me, I have been eating a lot of shit and liking the taste of it. So is Asa. It's just unfortunate that every time that I'm doing it, it's when we're trying to record. And honestly, like, I'm going to, again, full disclosure, because I'm not going to lie to you guys, uh, because... I almost said full disclosure again. Oh, there goes one leg. Um, I almost said it twice in a row. Th- this is a small podcast. You know, we we don't do this for, we don't do a ton of numbers. Like, and I'm fine with that. I'm not doing this because I'm wanting to get famous for doing a wrestling podcast because that's just not a thing that happens. Um, so when I say I genuinely appreciate everybody who takes the time out of their day to listen to this bullshit, I mean it so much. So I could have, so I'll be honest with you guys, and and because I do appreciate you, I'm not going to, you know, lie. Uh, It it very much was a thing where it's like, I could do a solo show, but I really don't like doing those. I mean, I get in my head about it, you know, people don't care. It's not as good, you know, it's not as fun. I will say, though, it it legitimately is not as fun to do a solo show. Oh, I Just because it's fun to, it's fun to, you know, bounce off a doll and stuff. But so it's like both weeks, I probably could have done one. But just work has got me so beaten down. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to lay in bed and stare at the ceiling fan until I have to go back in. So it was just kind of uh, like, yeah, we'll take this time off. I'm going to just kind of rest. But it's good to be back. Like, I I don't the show isn't going anywhere. Um, It's just schedules haven't worked out. Dalton was sick Um, that, you know, but now we're back. But instead of doing like a normal power positivity here's the news of the week playing with ourselves this is just going to be more of a nope let's get back into the swing of recording uh we're just going to kind of talk about wrestling in general and just kind of bullshit for a little bit so if you're on board with that cool hope you stick around if not we should be back next week with a more traditional episode uh and hopefully we'll see you then if not again i totally get it why i I don't get why people listen to this in general so it's because we're entertaining. I'll say it um, <laughs> as as a professional licensed entertainer in the state of Missouri. I know that I am a quite entertaining individual and you bring out the best in me um, as like. Oh, no. As like Jay. Because if this was, is your best. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, like Jay is like my ultimate person in the ring with that. Like, I know I cannot fail if he's in the ring with me. Talking wise, you are my Jay Spade. Where I'm like, no, if I'm always having fun when I when I like I'm talking with you. Um, when you pitched the the idea of like let's just kind of riff this week on it because we haven't like there's not a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Um, and the news that there is, there's not like we can talk about. Let's just riff. I was like, let's go because if there's one person I can talk to for an hour and at least have fun for myself, it's you. There's other people too, but like if you were just like, who are you gonna look at through a Discord video chat for an hour? It would be you. There's yeah. like people under you, but it's you. No, yeah, and that's fair. Like, yeah, that's fair. Um, I will say, we'll, just to keep a a little bit of normalcy to it, I do want to give a shout out for power positivity of just a thing that makes me very, very happy, even though it isn't the ideal circumstances around it. Like, it, it's not the whole thing that we wanted. It's good enough. Uh, but Celebrity Wheel of Fortune is happening at some point, and Xavier Woods gets to be on that. Mm-hmm. And and I know the goal was for it was to be a new day special and have all three members, you know, compete against each other. 
I would give my left arm to see that, but just the idea that he gets to go out and do that. I need to look and see when that episode is, but I wanted to shout that out because that's awesome. I just, I get, it's, parasocial relationships are bad. This week has especially taught us that if you know who the Try Guys are. I didn't, but now I have been forced to be burdened with this knowledge. You didn't know the Try Guys? No. Oh, I did. I, the only reason it sounded remotely familiar and I had to look it up is because one of them has been on Mythical Kitchen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is literally... Not uh, the one that is the scandal over. No, yeah, it wasn't him, yeah. but that's the only reason that I'd ever heard of them. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I feel like I know when... Like, I've, I've heard that before, but I don't know this dude. I don't know what, what they're talking about, but... Yeah. So parasocial relationships are bad. I understand that. That said, I do love Austin Creed. Uh, he is amazing, Xavier Woods. And I just, you know, I really hope that, that you know, something terrible doesn't come out to make me regret saying that. Like, that would be a bummer. But apparently that episode airs on the September. Tw- oh, it starts September 25th. So, which was four days which ago. Which was, yeah, last week. So, I don't know. I can't find when his episode was. It's fine. It's probably on the Hulus. Is it? Is Wheel of Fortune? I've never bothered. Like, it, I've never got I don't out know. Of my... I'm, taking, I'm taking a ballpark guess that it's on Hulu. I could be wrong. The new season of the game show aired during. This is great content. Nope, that was a. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> I like that you followed with nope. <laughs> Have you are you, have you pre-ordered the new uh, King Woods figure yet? No, I'm not going to pre-order it. You're just going to hope to find it in store. Yeah, it's because it's one that it's like I I I we don't really have a ton of problems finding elites. No, no, no. Between now, I will say like we do get backed up every couple of months. Where like right now, well, I mean for a year, like a lot of the WalMarts in our area were backed up with elite eighty two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. So we still have like a fuck ton of Braun Strowman's Candice LeRae's and like uh, Santos Escobar's, but like our target, I apparently missed MSK by a day, which is real unfortunate because I wanted to get both of those. Um, but no, his new, I saw uh, Kyle Peterson on YouTube review the King Woods and is super dope. Uh, he said it, it is really cool right now. We have all three members of the New Day getting figure representation and they don't match and like that sounds like that would be lame but i do kind of like that because it really does show like growth within them so like we have the skeletor gear from kofi the gear that biggie won the wwe championship in they made that into an elite and now this king woods uh figure uh it's real cool and um out of all three of them i think the best one is xavier woods which is like that dude has put so much thought and effort into all of the gears for him and like Kofi and Big E that I get really excited when he gets a figure because I know it's one of those things like he he was on uh, Ryder and Hawkins podcast talking about it. It's just like, yeah, no, I put a lot of work into it. So like whenever they make the gear and it's just completely wrong, I get really upset. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's justifiable. Yeah. I uh, see. But it but and, and I get what you're saying. And it's not that I disagree. I just love them so much as a unit. Yeah. And granted, I know Big E was doing his own thing for a while, so he, you know, the 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 championship win gear makes sense. I totally understand that, but like 
I want as much Kofi and Woods matching stuff as possible. Although maybe I don't because then I am I don't have to buy it now. Yeah. So that's like, that's fine. I do want the, Frank. I do oh, want the ahead. but I do want the King Woods thing. And I do between like you and me and the connections that we've made through wrestling, really, of you know, we know people in Illinois, we know people on the other side of the state. That, yeah. you know, I if if it is a thing of just like if we put out the bat signal, I will It'll be able get to get found. this figure easy enough. So it's it's yeah. one that I'm not super stressed about. I also do, though, I will say I am I've kind of decided to really slow my roll on collecting a lot of stuff just because it's it's Hasbro has me by such a vice uh-huh. and they're really bumming me out lately. So I'd already kind of slow down on the uh, AEW stuff. I'm not doing every figure anymore. I'm only doing first appearances. And there's a couple people that I'll grab pretty much just whatever they make of them. Yeah. But that number oh. is small. Oh, did your Danielson come in? It didn't. And I just jerked my whole computer. So I hope that didn't cause a problem, fans. But <laughs> uh, I got my first shop AEW exclusive in. Oh, you I got, got the my, Sheeta. I got the Holy Sheeta. Yeah. It's so um, good. It's exactly like the first figure, um, except it comes with two interchangeable hands, a kendo stick, and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That isn't on the figure, Asa, so if I wanted to open this up, I'm not going to because I have it out already. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was, it's not instantly stained. Asa, since we're just kind of riffing right now, let me explain to you the one thing I hate uh, in wrestling. Uh, I'm going to steal something from PWU, our OG show. Uh, that they do now, because we try to be positive, and they're our, uh, like, anti-sister podcast. Um, here's what I hate in wrestling. Um, Jazzwares. Anytime they put a figure in a fucking shirt, and then they put that figure in the box with the shirt on. Because it stains the holy fuck out of those figures. Um, Jack, or Jake Hager. I almost called him Jack mm-hmm. Hager. Jake Hager. Um, his figure is ruined from the hoodie that it came in. Um... Every version of CM Punk minus the one in five or three thousand Chase, those figures are all stained. I am very certain that this Owen Hart figure I'm about that I dropped forty dollars on is going to come in stained as all fuck. And like, first world problems. I'm very aware of it. I'm very aware of it. But if I'm spending the amount of money that I am currently spending on these AEW figures, I would like for them not to come in stained. I don't feel like that's the biggest thing to ask for. <laughs> No, that makes sense, um, especially because uh, you would think that at this point, because this is, this isn't a new problem. No, like I remember you complaining about a WWE Elite like a couple years ago. Rick Rude, they, uh, it was a SummerSlam two thousand. It was, uh, it was Elite seventy seven. It was the first time they made the Fiend, so I think it was seventy seven. But they had uh, Rick Rude in like one of his super fucking cool robes, which like awesome, um. It was shipped with the robe being on rude. And then when you took the robe off, it was stained to hell. The one I had was stained to hell. Um, They ended up, I will say Mattel did the right thing where they re-released it. Like they did a running change um, where the robe was off to the side. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted him outside of the robe, which is kind of what I wanted, it was your, your option was there. Um, I really wish AEW would do that uh, just because I don't like... I don't think that Jazzwares has taken the time to really be like, ah, these figures that we're making people buy from anywhere from $20 to $40 a pop, depending if you're getting exclusives or not, 
Uh, they're stained as shit. The one that you have, that Jake Hager behind you, that mm-hmm. figure is stained. I know that you'll never know that. No. But it is. Because I saw someone sell one loose and I was like, oh, fuck. It was like 40, it was like 40, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to buy it because that's the one I want. And it he had the shirt off of it and it looked worse than what mine currently looks like. And I was like, that's a fucking bummer. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just, I love Jazzwares. I really like their figures. Uh, they're not perfect, but they're super dope. It's just the things that they do wrong, they do really wrong. Which is unfortunate, because, like, again, it's it's a problem that has been known about, and you would think at some point they would have found a fix, or they would know automatically to put the cloth goods to the side. Yeah, because um, Mattel has it down to, like, uh, Mattel will put the shirts on them in, the, like, the thing, but they've, like, switched up the fabric so many times that, like, now... The uh, Macho Man, the NWO one, the new Ultimate that just came out, or is that Target? Uh, if you have it there, or bargain stores, because distribution right now is fucking stupid. Um, it's not stained at all, and it had a shirt on, because there was two shirts that came with it, so they had to put one of the shirts on. But that their figures, like, their shirts are impeccable right now. The Ultimates literally have shirts that don't have the Velcro in the back. It's like a real t-shirt, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants that. The only time it's cool is for the Stone Cold because it has the 316, or Austin 316, and then the back has the white and blue skull. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. The rest of them, you don't need that. That Just give me the Velcro. I know it doesn't look the best, but, like, I don't want to have to lift my figure's arms up to take mm-hmm. off a shirt. Like, it's a real shirt. You don't want dr- to have to dress the world's smallest toddler. Yeah, like, I don't. It's... Wrestling figures are super cool right now. Um, I love what AEW is doing. My Adam Cole shipped. I'm super fucking thrilled about that. Nice. Uh, Danielson should be in Saturday. Said... T- oh, okay, never mind. Danielson should be in tomorrow is what U- USPS is saying, but it's not going to be here because there's no way it's going to make it to St. Louis and into Cape in a day by yeah. or less than a day. So I'll probably get it Saturday or Monday, which would be my birthday. That'd be pretty dope to get that on my birthday. But I just, someone on like one of my figure pages said that Adam Cole got shipped and they got an email for it. <clears throat> so I checked my uh, ringside order and um, was able to see that my Adam Cole, I got the shipping label for. And it's in pre-shipment right now, but that means I'll probably get it uh, into next week. Which that figure looks dope as hell. And... Hey, I just got the shipping email that my Adam Cole shipped. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I was like, it usually sends at night when they do that. Uh, but that one uh, has the uh, plastic jacket or the rubber jacket. So, like, you can't pose it with anything, but it doesn't stain the figure. <laughs> Which is important because... Because yeah. yes. I display all my shit, even some of my chases. I still haven't opened up Starks or uh, Lee. Which I'm very proud of, Brody Lee. I haven't I haven't opened those up yet. Or my mm-hmm. first Nyla. The Nyla Chase? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I... But, like, I yeah, I've slowed down a lot because the AEW are slowed down on... I haven't bought a new WWE Elite in... A elite year, 70. maybe? No, longer than that. You got Elite... Nope, no, because got... I, I bought... Uh, it, oh, it was the super, like, dark... Uh, I don't want to do this, but I may as well. I bought the Keith Lee. 
because yeah. it was they did what oh it was one of the batches of the mass firings and keith lee had been off tv for so long that i was like i hate that i have this thought but like i feel like they're gonna release him so i may as well you know and i'm a huge fan of his so i this is gonna be my chance so i i think our walgreens had it yep i remember you telling me that and i got it from there and then yeah sure enough they did end up letting him go and he's been killing it at AEW. so i I like and he's that is one that when he gets a figure from AEW, i will be buying that again so that that wave is gonna be a motherfucker because it's um swerving our glory and the acclaim and i think they're putting a danhausen in that one it's basically like it's like the internet's like favorite like it's all of the indie favorites in one Mm -hmm. um i'll try to find a picture or of that one but yeah because i remember seeing that one and i was like oh man AEW. every once in a while they're just like hey dalton how's your Mm -hmm. wallet fuck you because they're like you're about to because like i pre-order from ringside because i have now noticed with these AEW figures it's not a guarantee that i'm gonna find them am i there's a solid chance i will but I also don't want to wait, like, I almost spent $50 on a CM Punk whenever I could have spent 30 and just waited a little bit longer. I ended up spending just the 30 and waited a little bit longer. But, like, after that happened, I was like, you know what? I'm just, if I if I have the money in my bank account, it's there and I'm not going to be hurting. I might as well just order it from ringside and not have to worry about it. Because, like, the um, Danielson I'm getting in the first batch of people getting them. Mm-hmm. Like, some people have reviews out, but, I mean, I'm never going to beat those people. But, um, like my Adam Cole right after. So I'm getting two heavy hitters back to back. I unfortunately did not pre-order Kip Penelope on time. So I'll have to wait on them. And then I didn't, I'm getting the announcer three pack, but I just, I bought it in a three pack with Excalibur. Three pack. Uh, well, it's not a three pack, but they're packing them together. You could buy Shivani, Jim Ross and Excalibur all together in like one order, but you have to wait till Excalibur gets released. Yeah. Which isn't until November. That is one thing that I don't like about ringside is that you have to like whatever you order together in one. So like if you buy four things that they currently have on hand and pre-order one thing, you don't Mm -hmm. get any of the order until the last thing comes in. But at the same time, that makes sense because then you still are only getting one package per order. Unlike Hasbro pulse, which with this newest Marvel legends wave that I have coming is coming in, uh, three separate orders. They all released on the same day, but I have three packages coming. It is like, why? Come on. The, the goat of all the, the greatest of all time, the goat in shipping toys is big bad toy store. Yes. The pile of loot is revolutionary and everyone should do it. And I love it so much for, if you don't know, basically it's like, Hey, I buy this thing and you can either immediately have it shipped to you for $4 or you can send it to your pile of loot where they'll hold on to it for 90 days. And then anything else you order in that time frame, or if you pre-order and it comes in, it gets added to your pile of loot and then it'll ship your entire pile of loot for that $4. And oh, it's man. just, it's incredible. And I love it so much. Unmatched Series 10, this isn't the one that I'm talking about with uh, Swerving Our Glory, but I forgot about Unmatched Series 10 Asa, which is uh, Alex Reynolds, have to buy it, Claudio Castagnoli, have to buy it, mm-hmm. Danielson, depending, might not have to buy it. I feel like the first one they're making is going to be pretty evergreen. The issue is it's a little too big, so if they shrink down this current Brian and make him a little bit smaller, that would probably be an instant buy. William Regal! <laughs> yeah. 
John Moxley, which I can probably pass on that one, um, because I bought the ultimate Moxley I wanted, um, bikers, Wheeler Yuta and Tony Storm, that's also a fuck you Dalton Wave, oh, yeah, so here's the, here's, oh, this one's rough, yeah, I was wrong, it's Unrivaled Series 15 that I was thinking about, Asa, here's Unrivaled Series 15, the acclaimed, Mm mm-hmm, Scorpio Sky with the Lakers belt, which I probably will end up buying that one. Uh, Jade Cargill, which I might not need. Pac, but it has the All Atlantic mask. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're going to do that one. Samoa Joe and All Ego Ethan Page. That was, I was going to say I thought Page was wrapped was in that uh, acclaimed wave. Yeah, it's it's going to be a rough rough go around for you, boy. Because uh, I forgot the one Swerve and Lee were in, but that one also felt like it was a motherfucker waiver. It was like, no, you're going to buy all of these. Yeah. I think it was a, I, th- I think it was a pretty substantial one. Cause I do, but I do think the Danhausen was in that one too. Like it was Danhausen was with the Strickland wave. I think. Yeah. I did. I like, I don't pay attention, a ton of attention to the reveals and like what wave is in what, I wait until someone sends me a message or I get an email that says, hey, you can pre-order. The Ringside has new AEW figures up for pre-order. And then I go through and find the ones that I don't already have. Uh, and then I pre-order that. Which is the smart way to do it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm really in for... Oh, hey, I might have found it. <laughs> oh, no, this one isn't as bad. But, I mean, it's pretty... It's going to be rough on me. Keith Lee, Shane Strickland... Um, Trent Barrett or Trent with the bald head. I'll mm-hmm. have to buy that. Another Orange Cassidy can probably pass on that. Chris Statlander, but it looks like evil Chris Statlander or like all black ear Chris Statlander. Probably mm-hmm. will buy that. And then uh, Hobbs and um, Starks. Yeah. Which, that, yeah. Because that was the uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Unrivaled 14 Unrivaled 13 is Sting Darby because they had to get rid of the Hardys. Sting and Darby, Danhausen, Wardlow, Bunny, and Butcher and Blade. Which again, that's gonna be a motherfucker. Um, Unmatched Eight has Penta Oscuro, House of Black, Abaddon, uh, Malachi Black in the suit, and then Ring of Honor Punk. Oh like, yeah, I forgot about that one. I mean, if it gets made, if it gets made, because that's in like pre-production. Um, but yeah, I know there's so many, there's so many dope figures coming out. That I'm like, yeah, this, I have to, again, I have to tell myself the same thing I have to tell myself every time, mm-hmm. which is, this is over the course of a year and a half that all these are going to come out. You're not going to, you're not paying like 800 bucks up front. You're going to spend 800 bucks, but over the course of a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's so many cool fucking figures coming out. Um, yeah. Okay. The Dan Housens are going to be super sick. What? Sorry, I got I got sidelined because so next week when we talk when we do the show it'll be the Extreme Rules preview. Yeah. Because I, I don't you said something and I don't and it caused the dominoes to fall of it led me into Extreme Rules and I was like when is that's coming up it's soon it's not this week is it and so I got kind of nervous I was like oh god because then we would need to t- we we would have something to like legit talk about but. Which would really throw week. off the 30, first 30 minutes where we're just fucking talking about action figures and be like, yeah. oh no, we have to do a review really quick. Yeah. Or a preview really quick. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I, man, I, like, I am super excited for Extreme Rules. Like, I've just been enjoying watching wrestling. The oh, last yeah, no. Several months. 
because like AEW is is still going strong. Like it's they're they have some misses. There's some stuff that doesn't quite vibe with me. Um, but WWE, same thing. Like it, it's kind of been more on an upswing than normal. Like I find myself enjoying more of it. Um, yeah. The we were talking about the new day. Like I was like. But then I was like, well, when was the last time? Like, they had their match with the Viking Raiders, then I feel like not, like, none of them have been on TV lately. No, they I'm faced tra- Imperium because they were making fun of the fucking. They did, well, they were in, the, they did the, uh, they did the four way. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. New Day was in the, the four way for the, uh, champion, the tag match that was last week, where Imperium screwed over the Brutes. Um, but yeah, they did the, they were making fun of people's entrances, which is always just like, I just like how much fun, clearly, they're having together. Yeah. Just and it's one of those things, it's good just to see people that are enjoying what they do. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's been, like, the number one thing where we see with people like Orton with Riddle. Like, yeah. you got to see how much fun Randy Orton was just able to have. And it pumped out a lot of really great work. Not saying, like, Randy Orton probably has, will have one of the most storied careers ever. But this, like... 2021 2022 like series with riddle has probably been the most enjoyable the most enjoyment i've had out of orton in a while just strictly based on how much fun it looks like he's having the um can we talk about just speaking of having fun can we talk about the Sami Zayn oh segment from that's, smackdown that's what i was gonna say i enjoy aew way more than wwe Mm-hmm. But WWE has hands down my favorite thing in wrestling right now, which Shit. is <laughs> Sami Zayn. <laughs> the 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 whole segment, top to bottom, of introducing Solo Sokoa as an official member of the Bloodline, him acknowledging Roman, the elders may have sent you, but you answer to me now, is such like he is such a dickbag crime boss. Yeah, he's he is the Godfather, and which is hilarious because then you have Tony D'Angelo pretending to be one on NXT. Which, uh, quick, sorry to interrupt us bullshitting with a news thing. Ugh, I know. Uh, Tony D'Angelo got injured uh, at the last set of N- NXT tapings, but because his knee gave out on him in the ma- in the match with Wesley, so but apparently he isn't going to require surgery. That's good. so so that so that is good news. Um, but no, Roman is such that just, and his name is fucking Roman. Yeah. Like you don't get to be named Roman and then just like have an existence like me. Like you don't just get to like, no, you, you got to do some cool ass shit. And he is, but he's, he is this crime boss. And then it's like, okay, cool. The business is done. We're leaving. Music plays. They start walking out and Sammy's just like, hang on, just, you know. Real quick, uh, why are you talking right now? Why are you talking to me? In fact, why are you wearing my our shirt? Take our shirt off. Jay, who that entire from that point on is just scrappy fucking do in the background, <laughs> like he was possessed by the spirit of Butch. Take just, off the shirt. <laughs> just pacing, yelling, rips the shirt off of Sammy. The hurt in Sammy Zayn's eyes. Yeah holy shit i got you a new one 
tosses it to him like a kid on Christmas morning holding up that Nintendo 64. <laughs> just, you did so, that. Him, him wearing it and like showing it off to the crowd. Because, yes. Oh my God. It was um, so, that whole thing. So was out of the two faces out of that. There, Well, there was three faces. There were three faces that segment and either one of them is the right answer for which one's the best. You do have Roman who is just so proud of himself. And just the biggest smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, give him the hug after the acknowledging him. Sammy, who deserves a fucking Oscar. But I think, Asa, the best facial expressions in that whole thing was goes to Jey Uso. Because he was he was so happy. Take off our shirt. He was so thrilled. This is and the he moment was, he has been waiting for. Yeah, he's been just, oh, he was fucking ready for it. Johnny on the spot tearing that shirt off just for just for his tribal chief to throw Sammy the honorary use shirt and he just looked like someone stole a million dollars from him just just look- angry just pissed off at the world and Jimmy and so well like Solo's pretty neutral right now but like no no well no 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 continue, no, no. continue but I'm I will correct you on this Go, but. Keep going. But like Jimmy, who he is just down with Sammy. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, the whole thing with Kevin Owens and like that promo of just like Jimmy, Jimmy likes me, and they do their mm-hmm. <laughs> handshake, and then he's like, Jay, we're working on it. Just <laughs> everything like, and it wasn't just like last Friday was a masterclass on how to like that goes up there with the whole festival of friendship with me. On how mm-hmm. they were, how they, like, those performers just had that crowd in the palm of their hands, hook, line, and sinker. The only difference is, is this one ended super happy versus Festival of Friendship that didn't. Um, also, it's super important to note that all these guys are heels. Like, that is also just... So, <laughs> it's, it's amazing because you're right. That was a heel segment to start with, and then, but the crowd is so behind... Sammy <laughs> yeah and like and, and Roman is the cool heel the bloodline is cool they're successful you know it's it's easy to kind of they have they do have people that are very much on board with them but it is but it is still a heel act I I'm gonna say something crazy and I and I know other people like I'm not the first person to say it by any stretch and the first time I saw it I was like eh, I don't know I know everybody is is what wants it to be Sammy and Kevin to take the tag titles off of the Usos. And that would be cool. And I would be on board with that. When the, when the inevitable bloodline betrayal happens, you know, if it's, if it's going to be Jey Uso telling Roman at a certain point, like, you know what, this dude's a clown. You have to pick either. He stays in the bloodline or I stay in the bloodline. And it's the bloodline, so they pick Jay, of course. Whenever the inevitable whatever happens and, and Sammy gets kicked out, if Sammy Zayn is one person to take one of the titles off of Roman, I want it. I oh, want to yeah. see it. I I And I think they could make that work no problem. I know Cody's kind of the anointed one. He's going to win. The, I still stand by the statement I made months ago. He's going to be the one to win the Royal Rumble. And he will beat Roman at WrestleMania. If not for both championships, at least for one of them. Yeah. But if it is a thing where before that one of the titles gets taken off of Roman. 
honestly, why not Sammy? Yeah. At this point, I think the crowd would be into it. Look at the reaction he got for just, you know, that segment. The crowd is behind him. And like, that could be amazing. You talk, we talk a lot about Bailey and about like how unfortunate her injury was Mm -hmm. uh, because she took the uh, Thunderdome era, just put it on her back. The amount of good work Sami Zayn has been doing since his heel turn in 2018. Mm -hmm. Now, some of it was not great. But like we had yeah. the yep movement, um, the whole conspiracy. Sami Zayn was kind of weird at first, but like it ended up being very entertaining to me. And that's um, what le- that's what led him to Roman. That's what led well, him. to Well, yeah. The- but then, like, I don't think enough will ever get said about how fucking good that Jackass match was. So good. He did like, such a good job with that. And like. It's one of those things like the the main the the story you hear is Bret Hart carried uh coked out British Bulldog to a good match at Wembley Stadium in 1992 and then like less than a year later he was holding the WWF championship. Um that's pretty much the story of Vince is like you did that for me, I got you one. Mhm. That feels like that jackass match does feel like that should be Sami Zayn's you carried British coked up British Bulldog through a match. Not saying that Johnny Knoxville was coked up, but, like, he was able to do something that shouldn't have been able, like, that easily to do, and it was a good match. Like, was it, did it tick all the boxes it needed to? Yes. Was it a solid, sound wrestling match? Yes. Like, there was no, like, wrestling holds, but, like, the structure of it was just not weapon spamming. Like, it was, it made sense. Like, everything that happened did make sense in it. And I think a big part of that was because of Sammy. Uh, Because from every, like, podcast that I've ever heard about him in, like, his Ring of Honor days, of just, like, the insane human being he is trying to put together a match. Mm -hmm. um, Like, yeah, no, it would make sense that that match actually ended up being good. Brian Kendrick and uh, Paul London one time, they apparently had to work Generico and Steen. And they were like he kept changing things and he was like, I think it was Brian Kendrick was like, you know, you guys wanted to wrestle us, right? Like <laughs> we're, you, we're going to sit back here. Let us know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. Cause Sammy is an insane human. Yeah. Uh, and he's yeah. just, cause there was a, they did a segment on, I want to say raw with Rollins and Moxley, maybe where Zane was just like going insane and like going, you know, going over everything they were going to do. And they they eventually just like walked away from him, and I, I think it was one of them did an interview where it was like, oh no, that was basically as close to the real life Sami Zayn as you're ever going to see on television. <laughs> it may have been a New Day Pod story where they were talking about it. Um, I don't I don't remember, but it, it's it's so good, and yeah. and his work has been phenomenal with the Bloodline. I mean, obviously Roman's been killing it. Yeah. Um, and like parasocial relationships, we went over a little bit, or like too, about like mm-hmm. how they're not a healthy thing. But Sami Zayn is also one of those people that I just kind of adore because he is so good at every aspect of like entertainment. Of like the dude is a hell of a, like a wrestler, and the amount of character work that he's been able to do in the last couple of years has been like amazing. But also like the Sami for serious shit and stuff like that, where yeah. it's just like he seems to be like a person that is like a chaotic good from what I've heard about backstage stories of just like how he's kind of loony, but also like he seems like he does care about people. And that's enough for me to be like, I like that person. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to like help get medical aid to people that don't readily have medical aid. That's pretty dope. 
Yeah, no, it's it. He is someone that like, and again, and that's kind of part of why it's just like it's so nice to see him be so successful. Yeah, and why like, it would be it, why it'd be cool as hell again if you know to have a world championship under his you know under his belt. Yeah. Not that wasn't meant to to be a pun. Um, the just talking about SmackDown, we kind of talked about him a little bit, but like imp- the Imperium. And we'll talk more about this next week, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on time on it. But the Imperium brawling brutes, uh, six man tag at mm-hmm. Extreme Rules—that's going to be gross. I, oh, I cannot yeah, wait for that. They are going to beat the living dog shit out of each other, and like again, it cracks me up because neither one of us like that. But when given to us in the correct dosage amount. It's like not all painkillers are bad, but if you do them, if you if you take them prescribed, they're a great thing. That's how we are with like these fucking stupid hard hitting matches. Ishii and Kingston, give it to me. The Braun Brutes and Imperium, you know they're all gonna like their chests are all gonna look like hamburger meat. Oh yeah, like no, it's, it's it's gonna look bad. Oh my god! All right, local reference. Did you see Abel's chest after the show? Mm-hmm. M- Perfect little handprint from Marco. <laughs> Marco went over mm-hmm. one, boom, mm-hmm. and I was like, I almost told him, "Bring it back. We're all gonna do it to him." And then, because then Kevin did it to him, and it got to me, and I was like, I put him on the ground. I was like, elbow drop, because I was <laughs> not, I was not about that life at that moment. I felt so bad for that because we were outdoors, and it still made the gunshot sound from Marco, yeah. mm-hmm. and I like. I sell every chop when I'm on the apron, like, like yeah. just because it makes it better. But that one, I literally like whack. I just turned and went to Kevin. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Because I was like, that one was not fun. It just made me think about it. Because Marco also like he has he has the second worst chop I've ever taken. Uh, first like worst little bit, and it's not even close. <laughs> that little asshole throws a she her chops it's- are there. It's still one of my favorite stories from the triple threat match at uh, Super Show a couple. It was years a fatal four way. It was the fatal four way. Um, yep. but it was but it was the three of them. It was Thunder Rosa, Sarah Summers, and Little Bit, mm-hmm. and they were doing the chop trade. Yep. And Little Bit was chopping Rosa, and Sarah, who's wrestled Little Bit a million times, knows what those chops are like. And is knowing that those chops are fucking no, up. No, so I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to correct you. I don't want to correct you, but I'm gonna correct you. Sarah was chopping Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa was chopping Megan. Megan was chopping Sarah. Because whenever oh, because Thunder it was Rosa, Rosa that was chopping low. Okay, so it's the, the yeah. point of the story stands. It was, I got the people wrong. So yeah, so Thunder Rosa was chopping the shit out a little bit, and Sarah was watching it happen and knowing just like. Oh, this one she's gonna give me is gonna fucking suck because she's <laughs> because now she's pissed off at how hard she's getting chopped. Yeah, so because she's gonna there was, take it out on it me. was the it was the last round of them because Thunder Rosa fucking got one mm-hmm. on Little Bit and like again Little Bit has the roughest chop I've ever experienced. Like she her arms are small, her hand is small and compact, and it's bony. So when that fucking thing cuts the air and connects with you, like she left a mark on my chest through a shirt. Um, (laughs) she like, so Thunder Rosa fucking got her on one and Sarah's face of, 
Oh no! Because <laughs> she knew one was coming her way, mm-hmm. and oh man, yeah, it's one of those. That was before I had just started training. Mm-hmm. I'd maybe been a couple months in. If I had seen that like four years in, I would have been like, oh, I would have found a way to nope out of that. I would have thrown a headlock on or something because I knew that shit was coming <laughs> my way, and I don't deserve that receipt. I didn't do anything to earn that. Now, if I sh- if I would have fucked up Thunder Rosa right before, and that's what got her to get. A bit, mm-hmm. then yeah, I had it coming, but yeah, no, a receipt uh, through the transitive property. Yeah, like this is a this is a preemptive uh, receipt <laughs> noted, but um, yeah, no, uh, the brawl and brutes and imperium, they're, they're also one of those where I'm like, no, I want to see these people like shoot kick the shit out of each other because they're really good at it. Uh, Gunther and Sheamus. I know we talked about that match already because it was like the last show that we did before uh, work got stupid for us. But I watched that match back uh, last week whenever I was at home sick. And I was like, yeah, this is like one of the best matches WWE has done all year. Oh, yeah. No, and- it's it's up there on my because I keep kind of a running tally of what I think the match of the year contenders are. And I added it immediately. Yeah. Um, I still think. It's going to be weird because I think my match of the year right now, and like we're uh, we're basically in October right now, so we only got two months left, but we do we have some major shows coming up, but um, it's my ta- my match of the year is going to be a tag team match, and it's bumping between two. It's is it either, the two FTR and Briscoes? No, it's the uh, Death Before Dishonor FTR and Briscoes, and then the uh, acclaimed uh, Swerve in Our Glory one. That's fair. Yeah, because that's a, um, that because so good. Yeah, and like, there's a lot of matches in wrestling history that it's like don't listen, don't watch it with the sound off. Both of those matches you can listen with the sound off, and I think you would still almost get the same level of emotion out of it because both of those matches told such a great story. But that Sheamus Gunther match is like just fucking silly. I have to disagree with you because I it, it, acclaimed Swerve in Our Glory 1 was a fantastic match. And uh-huh. I'm sure it would hold off, it hold up if you took the sound away. But no, because holy shit, that Chicago crowd. No, no, yeah, you're, yes. That was no. such a big part of it. Yes, but the story that they told within, like, in front of that crowd mm-hmm. with the whole like well max your partner can't like your partner is p- toilet paper he is he is so soft he breaks every time and like they play into that and it ends up like i like that whole story and then you have the fucking briscoes and ftr which that death be- well both the matches they had were insane but that death before dishonor match like you had some of the best wrestlers in the world wrestle that night, and you still chose the tag team match because you knew that match was going to be such a fucking insane match. And it was. Um, tag team, like, I feel like a lot of our... I feel like there are just some straight-up gimmies on our end-of-year uh, candidates of just like, yes, of course that fucking person's winning. Because, um, like, tag team of the year, it can only be FTR, in my opinion. Like, just the year they've had, and, like, the seven-star FTR and holding three major titles at once. Like, it's, just, it's the reason, like, I was able to defend the Young Bucks a couple, like, five years ago. 
Because it's like, yes, the New Day did all this, but the but the Bucks did it in like fifty different promotions. Um, same thing with like FTR. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's just such. It's been a really weird, negative year in wrestling. Like the lows have been low, between the Vince McMahon scandals and the CM Punk debacle, and like all of that. But the like just straight up wrestling content that we've gotten this year has been. Oh, we've been made, Oh yeah, like I, this year has made me really enjoy wrestling again. Like there was a small time last year where I was kind of falling out of it. And, uh, but like this year, and I don't know what split, like switch flipped for me, but cause it was early in the year that I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And that was just basically AEW and then WWE kind of matched up where I was like, no, like wrestling's just kind of dope when it's good. It's the best thing ever. Like Max Landis is a piece of trash, but he was completely right with the wrestling isn't wrestling thing where it's just like when wrestling is good, it's literally the greatest thing of all time. Replace that quote with John Oliver. Who- yes. Seemingly, who seemingly isn't a piece of shit. Who knows what time will tell? Is it, you know, I think he's too established to be milkshake ducked. Milkshake ducked. Am I saying that? Why do those words sound weird in my head? I mean, yeah, because the phrase milkshake is stupid, duck. That's but, right. Yeah. But did you the, hear that he was racist? Wrestling is wrestling is better than your favorite thing. Yeah. Like it's just it it is it's the coolest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Um. So who? Do, so, no, never mind. I'm not going to ask that question. So you mentioned the end of year stuff because we usually do like the best of end of year thing. And I've kind of been toying with because it's coming up on us. You know, we're really only like 12 weeks away at this point for the new year. Something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah, you're pretty close to being right, I feel like. But I so I've kind of been thinking about because I don't want to do a like... Because last year, I don't even really fully remember what we did, but it wasn't just a, you know, okay, here is the one winner. This is the one deciding thing. I do kind of want to leave it a little bit more open-ended of just like, hey, no, here's, the picked... categ- here's the categories, and then we're just going to do like three to five, like, hey, this is what was cool. This was also cool. And if we want to put, you know, the qualifier of this was my favorite thing from it, then, you know, we can do that. I think that's how we did it last year. I think it was literally I think we even said, like, this does not mean it's the best. It's Mm -hmm. literally just the things that we like the most. Yeah, because like the the Internet goes way too hard on the best versus favorite. So they interpret, you know, like, how can you this one was empirically. It's why I both love and hate the PWI. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that came out a couple weeks ago. And de- there, there's only a handful of reactions that comes up when the PWI comes out. It's people that are like, this is stupid. It doesn't mean anything. If you care about it, you're a mark. You, there's, this is the end all be all. Their ranking is biblically gospel. gospel. I go biblically. And them John Moxley not being in the top 10 is an abomination they could they they couldn't be more wrong or you know it's just like no look look my guy's number one this is it it's it's so weird to see people get so worked up over a list that's just kind of a neat thing that they put out in kayfabe yes did you see what Cardona did he has uh he was ranked number 13 yeah 
And so he has a Cardona the 13th shirt out, which is basically just a Friday the 13th shirt. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, all right, that's how you use the PWI, yeah. like, ranking correctly. That is, that is, that is kind of fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, the, but so, but like the PWI, it's just like a, hey, cool. From a storyline standpoint, who is the number one wrestler? So it looks, you know, it's weighted. So, you know, you could have, you could be the best technical wrestler in the world, but if you're not doing WWE, AEW, New Japan, you're going to still be a lot lower on the list. Doesn't mean you can't be on the list. It just means that your accomplishments aren't as weighted as if you worked for one of the major companies yeah which which makes sense and i get that and it, we're like we're not going to do something like that it is just going to be like hey from what we've seen this is what we like the most so of course we're going to have missed stuff and you know it'll be more skewed like you know if there's indie stuff that's on the list it's going to more than likely be stuff from cape or st louis yeah. or illinois just because like that's what we've seen yeah so I'm debating just, on segment of the year. It's a tie between two right now. And it's the uh, honorary Oose, Um which could so win good. for me. But there is something to be said about pissed off uh, stepdad Regal coming and laying just the fucking hard-ass smacks on his two stepsons. Oh, Moxley and, Moxley and Danielson. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that a couple weeks ago and I was like, Danielson was so happy. And he was so, he was smiling so big. Whenever he got, whenever Moxley got his slap, just to see the eye of just fucking fall upon him and whack. Oh, I it was so good. I am so good. Still trying to figure out how to get the um the video package that they did where they were like the Blackpool Combat Club wouldn't stab you because it wouldn't hurt long enough. We would take the blade and slash you across the face. And it's just like, the fuck? That is metal as shit. Just beating the shit out of poor Wheeler. Oh my god. (laughs) That, uh, the... I also friggin' loved the video packages, like, six, seven minutes long. Uh, the Moxley and Danielson one. But for Mm -hmm. their match for the title at the end of that tournament that we just had. Yeah. that one, that was another one that was like, man, this is amazing. I think Moxley will end up being probably my wrestler of the year strictly based off of the fact that the man was supposed to take a six-week vacation and yeah. just didn't get it. <laughs> like, not only did he not man, get it, they put the title on him, so he definitely didn't get it. I feel so bad for Moxley because, like... He had he, a year. He's really gotten... Oh, no, I'm not, not, not even talking about that. I just mean, like his runs with the championships have all been cursed because the first run he had was during COVID. So he wasn't in front of fans as new. Like, I mean, there was that, there was a a little bit of overlap, I think, but the majority of it it was in front empty arena. Yeah. The second run was as interim champion. So there's always that asterisk right there. It's, you know, he he won the championship legit, but then immediately lost it back to Punk. So Punk became a two-time champion. And now this third title run all kind of seems to just be a transitional setup for MJF beating him. Yeah. And I could be wrong. They may not be putting the, the, the championship right onto MJF as quickly as it kind of feels like they're doing. Um, I would be very surprised if that didn't happen because... 
if you don't put the belt on MJF now, when the fuck do you? Yeah. Like, there's I know, really I not a, agree. there's not a better time for him to win it. It just, man, it really sucks for Moxley. So, yeah. it's just like, I do have a little bit of just like, man, I want him to have a, I want him to have a interim run, an interim level run as the champion. No asterisks, no question marks, no, well, just fucking series of killer matches in front of crowds, like giving him the, the, the recognition that he deserves. So, but, uh, that puts us at an hour. Yeah. Like right there. We're on the cusp. I'm cool with it. Yeah. So by the time we do all of our thank yous, we're good. Yeah. No joke. Um, so yeah, next week we'll be back with a little bit more of a traditional episode. Um, we'll be doing the extreme rules preview. I am legit excited for that because there's a couple matches that on there that like look pretty sick. Bailey Bianca, uh, in a ladder match, there's the strap match with Drew and Cross will be fun. Uh, I really just want to talk about Imperium versus Brawling Brutes because that one's another one that's just going to be gross, but I'm on board. So uh, that'll be next week. I feel like there was something else. Now we'll figure it out next uh, yeah, week. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but until then, thank you for tuning into this weird ass episode that we did of just kind of like, what's fun in wrestling? Because at the heart of it, that's what I wanted this show to be about yeah. is wrestling is awesome. Let's talk about the awesome stuff in wrestling. And the last few weeks and months, the the news hasn't been a ton of fun to talk about. So this was, this was nice. I'm glad yeah. we got to do this. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, if not, I get it. But we'll be back to more of a normal episode next week. So give us another shot then. Uh, if not, all right, that's cool. Find out that's what I say on. about you. Find out what I say about you next week. Yeah, that's gonna, on we'll you. Just wait, because I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on you. I'm um, gonna let you know. You, Mama, Mama Asa, and Mama Dalton don't care for you if you're not gonna come back next week. Exactly, and then that that's those are not two people you want to run afoul of. Nope. Be bad news bears. So don't do that. So come back next week. We'll talk about extreme rules. It'll be fun. Uh, thank you to anybody watching, uh, listening, watching. We're not this. You're not watching this. If you are, uh, good job because you're a pretty solid hacker. Because I didn't yeah. give my password to nobody. You pissing but, off that one kid that used to game at gaming grounds all the time. <laughs> no god, hacker. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's end it before I oh, dredge up that memory. Too late. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Have a good week. Uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.